All right, we are back on Flyover Country Podcast. Today, we're going to get a lot of um, football talk. So we'll be going through some rumors in the NFL, um, injuries, and then we will dive into the games. So here we go. So, we are back. It's been about a week and a half. Episodes are going to come out when they come out. Hola, amigos. How's life? Joey got me sick. Not very good. It's pretty much... It's not very good. And it's all down to one reason. The Chicago Bears. But we'll talk about that later. And the um, Cubs. Don't forget dude, the Cubs. they're going to be all right. They're going to be all right. They're going to be all right. Don't forget Don't the Cubs. Don't forget I'm not the worried Cubs. about that. I'm not worried about Getting that. Sweat. They're going to be all right. No, they'll be all right. I'm not worried about and that. And losing five out of six series. Dude, whatever. We're ahead of schedule anyway. I'm not worried about the Cubs. Brewers can't make it past the NLC. They suck. I don't care. I'm not worried about baseball anymore. It's football season. I don't care. <laughs> How can I care about baseball when football starts? I think I treat Sorry. baseball as a um like a very very loose buffer between football season and football season. Like yeah. it will make me um not unhappy, but it won't make me happy. You know what I mean? Baseball so, is just meh. It's something to watch. If I won't care about it until the playoffs. And then once the Cubs aren't in the playoffs, I won't really care about it anymore. But if the Cubs win, like when they did, I was very, very happy. But when they lose, it doesn't make me the most most upset. But either way. Yeah. All right. So first thing we got, uh, there have been rumors that Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift. Real or fake? I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, Why a hookup hook or a date is, like, definitely possible. I don't know if they're in just a regular relationship right now, but I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't put it past Kelsey bagging Taylor Swift. It's not a Yeah. I think, um, I think it's plausible. I just think it's also so funny how different Travis and Jason Kelsey are like Jason is like married with kids and very much so like settled down. Yeah, right. And Travis is like, you know, of similar age and is just like bagging Taylor Swift. Uh huh. Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Dude, he's a party animal. He's like, dude, it's a tight end thing. Think about Gronk. Think about yeah. um, Kittle. I don't know, man. It's just like these fucking corn-fed white dudes. They're just built for this somehow. <laughs> You're in Dude, look at physical condition. It's very easy 
to live a luxurious you, lifestyle but like that. You can't be a playboy as a lineman. Right. Yeah, it definitely would be challenging. Yeah, dude, you can't be a playboy as a lineman. So, like, I mean, it, receivers do it just as much, but I don't It's ridiculous. I think Maybe. that's a funny rumor, though. It also helps with tight ends because they're very athletic, typically. They're typically pretty fast. They're big because they have to block as well as they're tall because they have to catch. You know, majority of them are 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, when you see somebody walk into a bar or a club like that, it's pretty easy. It's pretty hard to miss them. You know what I'm saying? So I think tight ends exclusively have have kind of a also, easier time. It's interesting, like, you don't see a lot of wide receivers coming out of Iowa, even really Cincinnati that much, whatever, Wisconsin. It's a lot of tight ends from Iowa or whatever in the league. And maybe it's, like, funnier to us that, like, middle, like, dude, like, freaking Iowa would come out and be like, dude, like, it's not shocking when you see a guy come out from Miami or Alabama or, like, LSU. And it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. Like, you know, Dallas Goddard, North Dakota State. Right, exactly. The tight ends just come out of nowhere. Right, exactly. I think that might be, though, because, like, for that position especially, um, I feel like build and genetics weighs more than, like, maybe prior coaching or, like, skill or ability. Because to be, like, a, you know, phenomenal wide receiver, you have to have, like, the route running, the hands, you know, good coaching, and the, like, physical, like, you know. But you could be, like, short and, like, skinny like Devontae Smith, or you could be, like, big and tall like, you know, like, fucking randy moss was like you know you can have a bunch of different builds but with tight ends it's like you just kind of like need the physique and like the athleticism more so because you know you are blocking you have to block true yeah that's a good point some farm boys Anyway, I don't know if... Yeah, I think I agree with Leighton's take. Like, it's possible that they, like, hooked up or went on a date or something. I don't think they're together because there's been other rumors about Taylor Swift in the news recently, so whatever. It is what it is. Um, Other things... I don't have any information on this. I just saw it on Twitter that OBJ and Kim K have been hooking up. Or not hooking up, hanging out. Um, nothing makes more sense to me than that. That like makes the most sense out of any like athlete rumor I maybe have ever heard. Yeah, I think uh, there was a who was it? Michael Rubin. He had like some party where a bunch of pictures surfaced from it. That was where White like party. Tom Brady, some like party where like a bunch of athletes and people were there dressed in white. I yeah. saw like a bunch of pictures from that on like Leisure Report or wherever. Um and like that's where like some random rumors came that like Tom Brady and Kim K were together. Yeah. That had well, they no, were hanging out that night. 
Yeah, but I think she did take, like, I feel like I remember she took a picture with Brady and, like, OBJ was in it along with, like, Kevin Durant and someone else. Yeah. That was just, like, the picture that everyone posted from that night. So, well, dude, I guess literally it's everybody's at those parties. Like, um, I'm not. Like I know for sure JV and Jay Z. Well, everybody who's everybody. We, we might be dude, someday. How, how the fuck is Flyover Country Podcast not invited? Not invited. <laughs> I don't know if Joe Rogan was there. He, he, he Dave declined. Dave got bro. invited once. Dave Portnoy got invited once and then asked if he could bring his girlfriend and his girlfriend's sister. And Michael Rubin was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, Jay-Z only gets to bring Beyonce. It's like, Beyonce wasn't invited? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. I don't know. It sounds like kind of a dick about it. But yeah, no, they were hanging out that night. Um, I think that's all we got for like, rumors like that injuries um obviously saquon barkley that injury looks minimal he should only be out for a few weeks um chubb nick chubb is out for the season now with a torn achilles since we've last podcast the aaron Rodgers injury happened um so that's been for a while but we haven't podcasted since then jk dobbins is out for the season he has another torn Achilles, or was his ACL? Because he tore one of the other two years ago. Uh, I am not sure what his exact injury is. I would be interested to see, dude, if the Browns want to go all in this year. Go on, I agree. Would they want to trade for Jonathan Taylor? That could be something. Any problem with that is they really don't have much draft capital right now. That's the Colts of Bronx. They got they had to trade a decent amount for Watson. But if they can include a couple of young yeah. players. I mean you gotta go in on that though. Especially with But I mean if you're especially with the top five offensive line and Deshaun Watson who looks to be a little Bad. inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing, dude. I would argue, this is off the injuries a little bit, but I would argue, dude, that Baker has looked far better than Watson this year. I wouldn't even argue that. That's oh, just yeah. a fact. That's just a oh, fact. Oh, you know why that is, though? Baker has, like, historically been, like, the one thing that he's been, like, pretty solid at, like, throughout his career is, like, deep ball, you know, just, like, bombing it down the field. Right. And now he has Mike Evans. Yeah, you know? incredible. Yeah, that that definitely does help. Yeah, he he has like one of the best like deep ball threats. He can, he can just launch it, and you know, dude. But here's the thing you have to look at as well. 50. Another thing you have to look at as well, because a lot of people compare Baker Mayfield to the Browns, right, or even the Panthers, and the Rams are kind of the exception because they were injured. But Tampa was in the Super Bowl like three years ago, right? right? So top to bottom, their roster is still really awesome. It was good enough to keep Tom Brady, right? So it's not like he's jumping into a fire like he did in Cleveland or Carolina. And he looked good in L.A. for a stint, too, with good coaching and the decent weapons. So I don't think – I think all in all, Baker 
if he plays well, is definitely a top 15 quarterback and pushing close to that. He's close. Dude, Baker was never bad. He just, no. he just thought Deshaun Watson was better. I mean, I would argue that Baker's a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. That's not. Yeah. I don't think that's unrealistic. I mean, dude, let's look who he's better than right now, like, that are considered decent He's a top five so NFC like, quarterback. Yeah, like, excluding rookies and everybody else. Like, he's – I don't know if he's better than Kirk. They're probably about the same. I like Kirk. They're probably about the same. He's better than Dak. He could be better than he's, Kirk. He just doesn't have the experience. Right. I don't think he's as good as Stafford at this point. I think Stafford's better. Yeah. I think. I think Goff. I think Hurts. Goff's Stafford. Better. Goff. And then, dude, it could be him and I Kirk. Don't think I Dan- think are pretty close. Daniel Jones is not great. I don't like dude, Daniel the, Jones. The Giants are in trouble, dude, because they just yeah. paid him a shitload of money, and that guy stinks. Like. I'll get to this in a little bit, but when I watch Daniel Jones and I watch um, Justin Fields, I do not see a lot of difference, dude. The, the only difference I see is that um, one of them has Giants coach Brian Dable is a better coach. That's the only difference I see because dude, dude he processes slow. Yeah. He doesn't get the ball out quick. He doesn't have. He probably has a worse arm. Like, dude, he is not very good. No. I know they came back and won, but the Cardinals suck. Like, I expected the Cardinals to go, like, 1-16. The the Cardinals are a bad team, and the Giants are a good team. So I get they came back, but good lord, they should have never been in that spot. Can we just also acknowledge um, how... Like, every Giants fan in the history of time was, like, posting, like, success pictures after that. I don't even know if you want to call it a win. I personally would not call that a win. They beat the Vikings? Dude. (sighs) Dude, the fuck is Giants? The Giants' schedule here on out is not easy. Let me ask you this. Not easy the rest of the year. Do they win another game? I don't even think this is a hot take. I don't think this is a hot take. I think Washington is much more likely to make the playoffs than the Giants are. Yeah, I like Washington. And Washington has yeah. a very good defense. And Sam Howell's played well so far. They got playmakers, Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin. Uh, Brian Robinson looks like a monster so far this year. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's funny because a lot of people were taking him. Did you see that? A lot of people were taking him in fantasy. Because they thought it was Bijan. They thought it was Bijan. Yeah. Yeah. They thought it was Bijan. It's B. Robinson. Didn't end, and he's, and he's, didn't end up, he's playing better so far. Didn't end up I mean, working that two, bad, dude. He's just. Two weeks. But. Dude, he's so big and he just runs right <laughs> at people. Like he runs. To me, it looks like he runs straight up and he just runs right at people. It's so funny. It's so cool football to watch. And that's with yeah. a below average offensive line. I mean, top he, to bottom, dude. The, the Commanders, if they had a couple pieces on the offensive line, and you know, to be determined on Sam Howell, they could be a really good team next season. I don't. I think this season they'll come close to a playoff spot, maybe like seven to 
seven. I think they could. They could push the wild card. Well, they could because I mean, I mean, it's like Eagles and the Cowboys. Shit, true. Or you know, Eagles and Cowboys Mm -hmm. are guaranteed playoff locks. Um, Assuming the Eagles figure their shit out. Um, I mean, it's them, Seattle, the Rams. Like Detroit, I have, I have no idea about the maybe. NFC South. NFC South, is Minnesota weird. will have a better record. Minnesota will have a better record, probably. These are Although, games might Minnesota's be okay. defense is really bad. Yeah, that's true. It is. Minnesota's defense is really like their defensive line cannot stop the run. But yeah. dude, sorry to say it, Evan. If they hadn't had four fucking turnovers. I think they beat you guys. Minnesota? Four turnovers, and it was still a one-score game. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I am not pleased with the Eagles right now, offensively. Defensively, they're doing they're cruising. I think their defense is playing up to what anyone would have expected. Jalen Carter looks like a beast. He's a monster. He's just of course an we absolute passed on monster. No, no, no. Of course we passed on him. And our yeah. defensive line is such dog shit. But no, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, the birds are not flying too high right now. Their I, passing game doesn't look great. It's because I don't know what this new OC's deal is. Like he's just like he was the uh, QB coach, right? Mm-hmm. And then ROC went to be head coach of where Arizona, I think. I don't know who. Um, our old OC. Oh, that weirdo in Arizona? I don't know if it was Arizona, honestly. It was someone. Shots. Explosives. Oh, no, no, no. That was not our guy. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's like their owner's son. Uh, Some other team that I think has red as one of their colors. Um, He went to be their head coach, and we brought our QB coach up to be the offensive coordinator. And he just seems out of sync with Jalen Hurts. It's infuriating to watch. They just are not on the same page. And we clearly have the talent to be doing well. But, dude, if, like, fucking DeAndre Swift didn't play out of his mind, we probably would have lost that game without a doubt. Shane Striken. Where did he go? Shane Striken. Indianapolis Colts. Dude, the Eagles next. Uh, you went to the Colts. The Eagles next eight games, excluding the Jets, are potential playoff teams. No. Jesus. Oh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven of their next twelve is potential playoff teams. With yeah. Dallas twice, Kansas City. Yeah, I don't know. I I definitely think they're a postseason team. Here's my thing: is if you can have an elite run game or elite passing game, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean run game just because it's you you always have it right. Like you look at San Francisco a couple of years ago, oh. where unless Kittle popped off, and this was before Debo was good, right? I think he might have been a rookie or a second year, maybe injured, whatever. 
San Francisco was dominant in the run game with backed behind a good defense and pass rush. And that's what Philly's looking like right now. Only difference is Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo was. Right? Uh, they have much better as a strict as a pure passer, as a pure passer, I am not sure I agree with that. Ooh, okay, so Jalen Hurts So Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. Um and that still holds. Their receiving core yeah. is better. Their offensive line is very similar. Right? The only difference is really that the only difference between the Eagles, what they have building, is their coach, I don't think, is as good as Kyle Shanahan. Which, when you're surrounded by an elite roster top to bottom, I still think, I'm not really worried about Philly. If they can get through these next, this gauntlet coming up, even like floating around the playoffs, whatever, like let's say they go like seven and five, right? Put themselves at nine and five over the next 12 tough games. I'm not. I'm looking at Philly as definitely good odds for their bank, you know, going into the playoff because Dallas is probably going to win the division. They just look very elite. Plus, they're a regular season team, and they always have been. So I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas wins the division. But Philly going into the playoffs. I mean, dude, they just got such a hard schedule this year. Like the Cowboys' schedule is much easier. Right. And like I find it so stupid. Dude, you're the number. You're the number one overall seed, and you've won your division. That's how the schedule works. I know, but it's so stupid. Like <laughs> talent wise, as much as it pains me to say it, the Eagles and the Cowboys are on a similar caliber. The Cowboys got dudes, and they just have a way easier season. Like I don't Dude. think that I don't think they have to play the Chiefs. Yeah, that's I don't think they they're the number one seed. Yeah, like what? Fucking the Because they were team. second in their division. I understand, but that doesn't make me happy about it. <laughs> what the fuck? So the I don't want to play the Chiefs. They did, to be fair, though, they did also get they did also get a little screwed over with some teams that were decent or not good last year stepping up. So like, Miami looks insane right now. Last season, it would have been a roll. I think Philly would have smoked was last injured, yeah. year, right? Um. The commanders you know, are better. And they get the Rams. They get the Rams. The Rams are fully healthy you now, and that just might come down to a scheduling deal, right? I think it does because they play uh, the <laughs> NFC West. We, we play the Rams week five, which is when Cup is predicted to be Dude, back. Crikey. You got the Dolphins, Bills, 49ers, Chiefs. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, them yeah. off. Cowboys, so let's just Dolphins. Say- I Dolphins, think you guys can agree Cowboys with this. Twice. I know they have a gauntlet, but I think you can agree. Their floor is 9 and 8. Bottom floor is 9 and 8. And that's definitely good enough to make the playoffs in the end. Probably okay. even a 6 seed, 5 seed something. Listen to this. Oh, we're, you got, we'll make the playoffs for oh, sure. So that's what I'm saying like... is if you guys get there, it's going to be scary. It's between them and San Fran. I don't Listen. Think. Dallas got is gonna do something stupid. The Dolphins, who knows that? Commanders, you probably win that. Then we you got that. Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys. That is a brutal schedule. And that's not including the Seahawks who played them close last year. A couple weeks they ago. won last year. Yeah, oh, they, they, close, did. Right? oh did they, they won. 
Yeah, I was at the bar on football Sunday, and there was some Seahawks fan that was jawing me because apparently the Seahawks are on a seven-game win streak against the Eagles. And I was like, what an obscure fact. Shut up. Go home. That was my Well, at least we got – at least you got the Bills and Niners at home. Yeah. Still. Outside I mean, of Niners, Niners could be bad. I'm not going to lie. That game could oh, be bad. that game? Yeah. That the Niners, dude, the Eagles. they have so many dudes. Like, we were talking about how many good players they have. It is up and down the roster, dude. Because think about it. Just on offense, they have George Kittle. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey. Who else am I forgetting? Trent Williams. Well, yeah, so then, like, their offensive line is obviously really good. But, dude, are you kidding me? Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, here's the thing, too. Yeah. That's insane about their offense is they have the best tackle combo in the league with uh, – well, Trent Williams, obviously, he's an all-pro. And Kyle Juszczyk, and, he's a dog. And Mike McGlinchey is a very underrated right tackle. He'd be starting at left tackle on a lot of teams. So right. the fact that you have CMC who can just run it downhill through the tackle, or through the uh, through the gaps, or you can kick it outside is insane. Dude, Their not to mention. teams are so, so advanced. Not to mention yeah. that Elijah Mitchell's, like, the backup running back, yeah. almost never sees the field. He's not that bad. He had a thousand yards for him last year. Yeah, like fuck. Almost like nine. You're looking at one, and their two, defense is three, too. four. Which is oh yeah, fucking annoying. Oh yeah, we did forget about their defense. Oh, let me move to their defense. That's true. All right, so we <laughs> yeah. got um, we got Armstead Monster, Hargrave Monster, mm-hmm. Nick Bosa, the Monster, Greenlaw Monster, Warner Monster. Chidarius Ward, monster. Like, what is this roster, dude? <laughs> dude, and here's the thing. Is their worst positions on their roster is safety? And that is the easiest, most replaceable position. I mean, you can say Gibson. running back, but when you have CMC, it's different. What are, like, like Gibson's to not that bad. To be fair, though, to be fair... With all this um, Niners talk, unbiasedly on paper, the Eagles do have a very similar caliber oh, roster. They got a lot of dogs too. On like our roster was rated higher than theirs, at least I preseason. I think I would say your defense is. I would give a slight edge to your defense. I think Pretty sure our pass Bosa, rush is just crazy. I think Nick Bosa's the best player on either team's defense. Yeah. Try a little bit. Darius uh, Slay. I think, I think compared, uh, to, uh, compared to Jalen Carter for his position, I think Jalen Carter's better. But Nick Bosa's more valuable. So. Okay. Because there's, yeah. there's elite pass rushers that are similar to him. Like Micah, TJ Watt. Miles Garrett, and, like those are the four, and they're all close. I think Jalen Carter's the best defensive tackle in the league, and already, I mean, I mean, maybe you could say Aaron Donald still, but we got to see him play this say. season. <clears throat> we got to yeah. see him play this season. 
We'll see about him. He, he's getting up in age. But like too. Chris Jones, I would honestly, I would argue that Chris Jones is still better. Dude, he's played two games. Yeah, yeah, but he's also he looks awesome. in pressures. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he does. No, no doubt, he looks awesome. Just saying. I want, Man, to get I, say- I want him to get his sack count up, bro. Need to see that. I need to see him play a shitty line. Pat's had a good line. Minnesota, honestly, I don't know how good their line is, but I think against the the Bucks, don't have a good O liner. The Bucks it's probably so. it's probably as good as Minnesota's. Um, if no, not, Minnesota's might be worse. Honestly, mm, it's not. I don't know. Really. The Bucks didn't give up any sacks last week, so uh, only two yeah. pressures they gave up. Actually, one quarterback wow. hit. Yep. Well, we'll have to say. So, I want to get Jalen Carter's sack count up. Because a dog, he deserves it. <laughs> speaking of, all right, it's it's. I was more. I didn't think I could be more sick about anything in my life than I was after the Bears game against Green Bay. I was like, <laughs> this is his. Like I was, dude. I went to class. In a literal mental fog, I was sick. It was, I was like, this is the all-time low for our franchise. Justin Fields looked terrible. The offense looked terrible. The defense is literal dog shit. I don't think we've gotten a sack all year. Like, did we get one in the Packer game? I think maybe, maybe, like, not not meaningful. Maybe one sack. The defense is in absolute shambles, and our offense just could. And Justin Fields, he just, dude, he doesn't, he doesn't see the field at all. He can't see the field. He can't make a read. I'm yelling at the TV all day. Just fucking get rid of it, dude. If you're just slinging the ball and you throw a pick, I don't give a fuck. But when you stand in the pockets for eight seconds to take a sack. It's Especially with a bad offensive line. Like, you have to Dude, know that going into the game. Excusable. I've seen all the I... screenshots. I've seen all the screenshots of people wide open. I didn't think it could get any worse than Green Bay. And then it happened again. Here's the issue. I think that part of this is because you guys got a good receiver. And I think your OC and head coach tried to put a lot of pressure on him preseason on fields to like force more passing. They're like, we like the same thing they did with Lamar. Now that they got good receivers or better receivers, you know, Lamar is passing the ball way more than he was like years prior. And I think your coaching staff probably took the same approach. It was like, yo, we need to see you pass the ball so you don't get hurt. So we don't waste our money on you. And I think that, you know, that probably was like a preseason. Like, he looked really good swinging the ball. But when you don't have, like, a good O-line and you're playing against, like, teams that are, like, trying to kill you, that's, like, a hard adjustment to make because he went literally from having to run the ball, like, every play to being asked to throw the ball every play. And I think I think he could figure it out and be pretty – Good ish, 
just because in college he was really good. Like he was a pass first player in college, right? Right. Yeah, I think he, he could was. be really good. It's just a matter of him figuring it out in the NFL. Here's his issue, dude. He's waiting for wide receivers to get Ohio State open. That rarely happens, dude. You can't wait for that. So, like, if you watch all the downfield, like, clips, didn't want to do it, but I watched the All-22, wish I hadn't. It sucked. (laughs) He's got guys that are coming open, but he's not anticipating throws. So by the time he waits and they're open, it's too late. He's not anticipating anything. Then he'll get guys open, and he'll just completely miss the read because he'll be on something else, and he can't. He doesn't move through his progressions fast enough. Like, even when guys are open, he's just not seeing it. And I wish, dude, nobody wants him to be good better than I do. Nobody wants him to be good more than I do. But, God, I just don't see it. Like, And then he had opportunities to run, and there's no way they told him, don't run if it's there. There's just simply no way that happened. So even on some plays, he had the opportunity to run or get out of the pocket or do something. And he just sat there holding the ball and would watch tacklers come. Like he's scared, dude. He's scared to throw the ball. That's what it looks like. And I don't know why. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think that's because the coaches have put a lot of pressure on him to throw the ball. That's like that's what I gotta assume has happened. But <laughs> yeah, but last year it wasn't really his job. His job was just to get the ball upfield. I, I understand that, but dude, I'm we're not ask. I'm not asking for anything world breaking. I'm just asking you not to hold the ball for six seconds. And yes, I do think the coaching stinks. I think we could definitely run some better concepts. That's 100% true. But even when there's been good concepts and guys get open, he's not making plays. Here's the problem. I watched two. We had three drives that were very good, where one, we got a field goal, and then two touchdowns. And it was like all fields throwing, and he was getting the ball out right away. I think he was just going with his first read, probably. Just getting the ball out. Getting into a receiver. We went right down the field. And then the next drive, he comes back and looks lost. So I don't know what's happening. Like, that the play calling is definitely bad. Like, don't get me wrong. We ran the same play two times in a row. The fucking Tampa Bay defenders said they knew that screen pass was coming. Probably because we had just run it on the exact same play before in the exact same formation. Is that pick six necessarily a Fields problem? I don't know, but dude, like, good quarterbacks don't do that. Another problem yeah. with him as well is like basically his entire professional and college career. Well, in college especially, he was able to basically pick a target pre-snap and it would work out for him, right? Rather than waiting for a read to get open, right? Right. As well as, like, on the Bears, basically the last two years, Mooney's been the only even decent receiver on the team. Right, right? so he's had a read so and then either so threw it or ran. Right. So I think that's definitely not helping his case on offense as well. Because I would imagine, right, he's trying to feed more of the ball, unless he should, more is a really good receiver. Gave him two targets in the first game. 
Well, to be yeah, but he was also. I mean, Jair is a good corner, so it's hard to get open. You know. Yeah, but dude, I mean, who fucking but, cares, dude? But, Let, so throw up some fifty-fifty balls because we had nothing going in that game. So who fucking cares? That's true, but <clears throat> I don't think um, that's helping his case, right? Where he just pre-snap basically picks target, which is why he might be holding the ball so long and not catching other reads, because he basically has a receiver to determine before the play, and if they're not there, it kind of gets confused and lost. So, so th- then there's a lot what. of stuff that could be going into it. Here's what we should do. Here's what I would do if I was the OC. I'd give him... I'd break the field down in half, almost on every single play. Obviously, there's a couple plays. you got to drop back and see the whole field. On 80% of passing plays, I would split the field in half. We're either running a bootleg or a sprint out, play action fake, roll out. We're running something. You got two reads. You're going to have an underneath or intermediate route. You're going to have a deep route. And maybe then you get a like tight end out in the flat or something. We got two to three reads at different levels. You take one of those or you run. Because as long as he's not coming back, as if we don't see anything, he's done. So if we run him into the ground, I, sorry for the kid, but I don't like I don't want to see him get hurt or anything. But like if you were good at that last year. So protect yourself, obviously. Slide, but split the field in half, make your reads. If nothing's there, run, because you're good at that. Like you got to simplify it because clearly dr- drop back passing isn't working. We should be splitting the field in half at 80%, two or three reads at most. And if he can make something happen, then once he starts getting good at that, maybe he'll start like figuring it out, right? Because he'll start seeing defenses. Then we can transition. But you got to make it easy on him because his arm is very good. He's accurate, especially when throwing the ball downfield. Make it easy for him. And maybe they thought, like, that's what they did last season, and the offense opened way up. We scored 30 points a game for a four- or five-game stretch because that's exactly what they did. And so they probably thought coming into this year that he developed and he could handle it. And for whatever reason, he can't. So clearly we got to do something different. Like if we're getting five yards on a Justin Fields scramble, if a read's not there, so fine. Fine. If we're taking a check down, six yards, fine. But God damn, it's just not working. It just boils down to getting the ball upfield. Like, it seems like he's too busy looking for the best way to get the ball upfield. Just do it. Just, like, pull the trigger and do something that will get the ball upfield. Even if it's, like, fucking, like... If you sense any form of pressure and you see an option that'll get you two yards, that's better than getting no or negative yards. Like, just it's fucking pull the trigger. Better than getting minus six. Dude, yeah. that's... And now, you know what's worse? I don't think... And this goes back to, like, my point about Ohio State, or, yeah, college slash Ohio State Open. How many 50-50? I can't remember more than a handful of 50-50 balls I've seen this guy throw. Like, dude, quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen throw 50-50 balls all the time because they trust their receiver more than the cornerback. Dude, you got 
So Darnell Mooney's obviously not very big, but he never drops balls. Like, never. He's very sure-handed. You got DJ Moore, who's a b- pretty big body wide receiver, can go up and get 50-50 balls. And I know he's a lazy piece of shit. I really don't like him that much. But Chase Claypool's like 6'4", 230. Throw a ball up, dog. Like, he never, th- like, he used to have such a quick trigger for downfield passes. And since he's been in the NFL, he doesn't do it because they're not wide open. They don't have a five yards of separation. But that's welcome to the NFL. You might get a step if you're lucky. You might get a step. If not, trust your wide receiver to track the ball better than the defensive back. You got to. You got to. Because I know he's accurate down the field. I've watched it. He has the arm for it. He just doesn't There's see just it for whatever reason. And, to, like, he did on the, like, the cognitive test and everything, he did well. So I don't think he's dumb. It's not the Wonderlick anymore. It's the whatever else. And, like, everybody said, like, now granted, it's Ohio State and safety school. They said he got good grades. Like, I don't think he's dumb. Like, when he talks, he doesn't sound dumb. So something's not working. And I no. I just don't know like what him. it is. I like him, Joey. Um, I think that he um, maybe is – there's some, like, mental block or something. Maybe he set his own expectations too high. Like, oh, I have a, like, A-tier wide receiver now. I have someone to throw the ball to. Like so, you thought they would I, be more I, sh- open? I should I should be like really good, you know. And it's like there's something there. I don't I don't really know what's going on, but I think that you guys can figure it out, um, at least offensively, some to some degree. Uh, I would worry more about your defense. Well, our defense is garbage, and, but dude, honestly, I don't give a yeah. fuck. Like, if we win three games this year again, get another high pick. So be it, dude. I don't care. One last year, I could handle us being losing games because our offense was really fun, and it looked like Justin Fields was the guy. And then the last like four or five games of the season, he regressed again. And I was like, okay, whatever. End of the season, we've lost a lot. Fine, but you gotta come out and show me something. You got it. And you know what? He's got fifteen more games. He's got 15 more games. He's got to do something. It's because it's just – and on the drives that they've done well, because there's been like four or five drives so far this season where they've just been letting it rip. You're getting 10 to 15-yard passes downfield, and they've all worked. But then on other drives, he just won't throw the ball. Like, dude, just zip it in there. If he gets – I. I don't care about wins. If you get picked fucking 20 times this year, fine. We can work with that. We can work with that. But, God. If he gets picked throwing 50-50 balls, I don't care. Obviously, if he gets picked for throwing fucking dumb passes, that's a different thing. Yeah. All right. Enough fields talk. I'm depressed. It's at an all-time low. Yeah. Jordan Love. We can move on to Jordan Love. Nathan, Nathan, you got anything uh, 
Anything you want to say about your guy? I don't know. He's doing fine. Give him our <laughs> games. <laughs> However, he has good throws. Here's the problem. Is he has good throws, but he really is not good outside the numbers. Up the, up the field, yeah. middle of the field, I think he's pretty accurate. But when it comes to the sideline, I don't know what it is if it's just the sideline that gives him spooks. Like, that's where his completion percentage goes really downhill. And I am one thing I'm happy about is they're kind of game-managing him right now. I've really only seen one throw this year that was just bad that should have been an interception. So to me, that's not too bad. So he's making safe throws. Um, they're giving him easy throws, which definitely helps boost up his completion percentage. A lot of five, you know slants and screenplays and stuff. So, which is why he's sitting over fifty. I mean, that's not good. That's not great, but but going upfield, he's about fifty percent. Whereas on the short game, he's getting easy completions, so it's you know it boosts the stats a little bit. Um, I definitely am going to wait for him to get a couple of our good offensive players back, um, especially against the because the Falcons' defense. I have no idea if they're good. They played okay against us. So I I don't know. The Bears' defense was bad, and he looked good, but that game's a scratch because it's Packers-Bears, right? So that, that game's a scratch. And... Um, so after he gets a couple pieces back this week against the Saints, who the Saints have a good defense, um, it definitely helps as well that their run game isn't good. So he's going to get the ball a lot more than he did against the Falcons, which is going to be nice to give him a couple extra snaps. So, yeah, I think... It'll be a lot more telling how his season's going to go after this week. However, the, the it was bad. Um, only getting whatever it was, like a handful of yards in the entire fourth quarter is really bad. Um, but, I mean, what are you going to do? He had two three and outs in the fourth quarter, and that was it, right? Like, that happens to a lot of players where you go three and out twice in a quarter. But the only problem is typically you get more than two drives in a, you know, two drives in a quarter. Yeah, the Falcons just ran the shit out of the ball. Right. I'm more go after the first two weeks, yeah. I'm more concerned about our defensive coordinator than anything else on the entire team. Because we have athletes in the secondary and they just refuse to play man. And I don't understand why. The Badgers do huh. the same thing. It's infuriating. It's it's insane. Dude. It's infuriating. Dude, I like our first three cornerbacks. So the fact that we have a lot of young guys that we could be blitzing with just running man and they don't blows my mind. They play a lot of soft zone. And so that allows for a lot of stuff right up the middle. Easy runs, easy dives, easy little, you know, wide receiver wheels and screens and slants, just easy stuff right up the middle because they get conservative and then it carries into, you know, more shit. But, I don't know. I'm more excited to see how the next two weeks go than the first two weeks. To get the Saints and Lions, I think they're at Detroit week four. So, Saints Lions. Yeah, that'll be interesting because, well, the Saints defense isn't world class. They're all right. Lions don't really have much going on. So. Just to watch, like, Jordan Love play against, like, some – because, again, like, we don't know about the Falcons defense. He played against the – well, against the Bears. But to watch him, like, 
go against some other like just to get a better sample case of what he's like against like middle of the run kind of defenses will be interesting. And then we'll see what you guys can do defensively. Because neither yeah, offense is super firepower. If well, he can just power. make the easy if he can get more downfield throws. Like he looked good against the Bears week one downfield. But against the Falcons, they just could not get anything to go downfield. Well, and they didn't the Bear- have, see. And it also helps too, though, is they had like three really big plays against the Bears, which kind of kickstarted the offense. Whereas against the Falcons, they maybe had maybe one. I think they did have a pretty decent long touchdown, like a thirty-yarder. Uh, yeah. How good? Well, what I'm wondering, and I haven't really watched. I mean, I've watched him play, but, like, I haven't – I guess I feel like we haven't really gotten a chance to see it that much. How good is his arm? Like, how good is his arm strength? Because I, from what I've seen, I haven't really seen him push the ball downfield that much, and his struggles, like, throwing to the, the ball outside the numbers could be attributed to that, like, if his arm isn't, like, the best. Right. So he just doesn't have, like, the zip on the end of it. You need to get it outside the numbers. I don't know if I'm completely wrong and he has a really good arm. Well, that's a possibility. From what I've seen, I think he – I don't know if it's just a, like a lack of confidence, but he overthrows a lot of people, right? Like going out of bounds, it's like almost uncatchable, like a couple yards too high or down the field, it's too long. He rarely underthrows, um, and he can zip it pretty fast, especially like up the mi- up the middle where you have to mm-hmm. more than um, – but yeah, I don't know. He hasn't. I don't think he's really let it rip that much for me to. Might be scared of picks. I think is. I I do think like that's, that's like a big part of it. Yes, and that's not necessarily. A, I don't know. I mean, like it's good to protect the ball. But... Well, and here's the thing, though, is I don't know why he would be because you got to go into the season. It's your first year as a starter. The expectations in rip. Green Bay are nowhere near where they have been the last couple seasons, right? Like, and yeah, people would be pissed if they win six games, whatever it is. But it's your first year starting. Rodgers won six games his first year starting. And it turned out pretty decent, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't you can't have your expectations that high going into the season, so I wish he would take more chances like Fields. Just the only thing is that yeah. he has enough playmakers that not taking risks is still, like, semi-successful. Whereas Fields, if he doesn't take risks, is kind of just screwed. So he does have that advantage where he has a yeah. lot of decent offensive players that can push out and make big plays. So he has that going mm-hmm. for him. So if he wants to play conservative, it might work out. But it's his first season. There's a lot of rookie receivers. He's got to get him involved and just let it, you know, whatever happens, happens. Dude, I think this is weird. This year I've just, like, come to, like, the realization over the past two weeks that I think there's only, like, to be a great quarterback, you have to play great, and you have to do it every single week. Let's look, like, back from the past. Every single week, Brady played great. Peyton Manning played great every single week. Uh, Drew Brees played great every single week. I don't know if Ben, ben Roethlisberger didn't play great every single week, but Aaron Rodgers played great every single week. There's only one quarterback right now in the NFL that plays great every single week. It's Patrick Mahomes. Like, dude, it's kind of wild. 
I guess the, the only first one who week, plays great every single week. I'm week looking one, like back. The numbers in the past. didn't ref. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, like, I'm just in saying, the past, like, week like, one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not you just could blame, saying, like. You could blame Tony entirely for that. Continue whatever right. the fuck Tony. Oh, right. And I'm saying, like, just looking back over the past, like, year and two games, whatever. Like, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have bad games. Josh Allen, great quarterback, or good quarterback. Pro- maybe not great, because he definitely has some bad games. Joe Burrow has looked like. Choking. Joe Burrow has looked like dog shit the first two weeks. I don't know what's yeah, up with Joe we, Burrow. Can we talk about that? Yeah. What is going on with Joe Burrow right he now? Looked, he, like, he just got paid, right? Is that something? Like, oh, I'm safe. I don't know like, if it fucking... was just like a. Like the fact I don't that he think didn't play in the preseason, mentality. or if it's an injury, possibly. I mean, like, they started off he slow was last year. that last game. Yeah. And they also started off slow last year, too, and he started off not good, but fuck. He looks this bad. This is different. Because at least last year, the games were competitive, or they had good stints. Like, they just looked really, really bad all up and down the field. They looked okay in the back half of the second, like the late third and fourth quarter, they looked better. Like, they kind of found something, but, I mean, they got to turn it around. They don't have time, dude. No, they don't have time Chief. because the Chiefs aren't haven't lost. The Bills aren't going to lose again for a while, it doesn't look like. You know, you got to hang there. And the Ravens look good this year so far. Ravens look great. Zay Flowers, that kid looks yeah awesome. I love him. But, dude, like, back to the quarterback thing. Justin Herbert has bad games. Yep. Lamar definitely has bad games. Hurts is he's I pretty think, consistent. Dude, of all people, I think Trevor Lawrence is... Dude, he looked like ass last week. Oh, yeah. I think Trevor Lawrence has the potential to be that guy, though. He has the potential, but I still think he'll have some games where he looks of, like out of anybody ass else. next year. I put Tua over Lawrence. I would. Barring injury, at absolutely. Moment, at this moment, yes. I Provided really everything I I've seen not. thus far, absolutely. At this I exact would, moment, yes, dude. I would not, just because. Over both careers. Just because the Dolphins definitely are more explosive on offense than the Jags are. So I think if you flip them, Trevor Lawrence would probably be doing just as good. Maybe. So I don't know because you gotta and you also gotta think like the Dolphins sometimes are bad, but overall their franchise is pretty decent year in and year out. Like they, they're about a five hundred team. So he came into it like not, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a horrible roster up and down. When Trevor Lawrence got to Jacksonville, that roster blew chunks. It was a bad roster. That is true. They had so they admired had a, it. <laughs> so they yeah, had a bad that's... they had a bad year because he didn't have many weapons. They gave him a couple weapons, and he's looked pretty good ever since. And they started off bad last year, too. But, you know, he got hot and is kind of carrying over. Yeah. I mean, they, they looked bad against the Chiefs, but... The anyway, Chiefs. my whole point of this conversation was to say, there is so many quarterbacks in the NFL right now that are ass. Like, look at this, dude. Geno Smith. Derek Carr? Nah, he might be ass, Oof. maybe. Geno Smith? He might be the... He's so ass. Geno Smith? Pretty ass. Uh, Daniel Jones, yep. ass. Justin Fields, ass. Ryan Tannehill, ass. Russell Wilson, pretty ass. Mac Jones, sucks. Kenny Pickett, literal dog shit. Uh, Brock Purdy's okay. Jimmy really Garoppolo bad. can be okay, can be ass. 
Bryce Young looks like ass. Jordan Love, ass. Sam Howell, he's had two good games. Probably ass. Baker Mayfield, he's looked pretty good. Colt McGuaw, I don't even know who started. Uh, Josh Dobbs, definitely ass. C.J. Stroud, probably ass. Desmond Ritter can run the ball, ass. Anthony Richardson, looked pretty good. Cannot stay on the field. He's gotten hurt in both games already so far this year because he uses himself like a fucking pile driver. Good God. He's literally going to get himself killed. He's fun. So anyway, like how him. many quarterbacks <laughs> did I just run through? I think I just said like 15 quarterbacks that are ass. Yeah. It's weird because I feel like... Um, it felt good a couple there's years been ago. A lot of, yeah, like there's been a lot of times in the NFL where it seemed like the quarterback talent was more evenly distributed. Now it seems like there's like five like guys and then the rest of them are just like guys. So it goes you know? it goes up here, Patrick Mahomes. Down quite a ways, it goes Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Down a little more of a ways, it goes Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, maybe Lamar Jackson and maybe Trevor Lawrence. I would throw two in there right now. Oh, but, and Tua. Yeah. I forgot. Tua's a dog, dude. I like – actually, I would throw I like maybe, Tua. I really like I would like maybe Tua throw Jared well. Goff. I love Tua. Jared Goff's a dog. Jared I think Tua is going like, to be a top five in the next, like, couple Tua's of years. Tua's a dog. I think, Tua I think and Jared, Jared Goff, Goff are guys is I the really cutoff. Like. I think Jared Goff yeah, is the cutoff. Where he's not where, – where basically everybody below him is going to be – is not going to be able to play three playoff games in a row well. Where I well, don't no, I'll tell you really what. I give think them it goes a chance to Jared win. Goff. Yeah. I think it goes Jared Goff right here, and then a little bit down, Kirk Dak. That's what I would say. No, Tua is a dog, dude. I would argue Tua is closing in on like he. He might be better than Herbert. People don't like to hear that. I don't love to hear that. People don't like to hear that, but Dude, it might Tua be a has fact. Really good touch. That's his main thing. Is he just he can place the ball wherever he wants? It's just a matter of if he's going to get it there on time. But I think he's really smart, and I think he has really good finesse and touch. He's just he's not very the accurate. Big, he's just not the biggest guy, which is why people kind of discredit him. Right, him he doesn't have the biggest arm, but neither does Joe Burrow. <laughs> Yeah, but he's way bigger though. Like, Burrow's a lot bigger. Two is kind of Burrow, just the exception. Burrow's like six two. I think, I unfortunately think Tua for Tua, is... he's just the exception because he's. I think Tua is like six foot, maybe. I don't even Dude. know if he's that tall. He's six one, two thirty. He's six one, two thirty. He does not look it. No. Bro. I don't yeah, know. Who he is under five. How big is Joe Burrow? Uh, Joe Burrow's 6'4". Did not see that coming. 6'4", 215. He's 6'4", 215. I mean, like, well, how big is Mahomes? 6'2", 6'3"? I don't know. My point is, two is a dog. Yeah, I He's love gotta him. Stay He's got to stay healthy. Dude, I want him He's to be good. He's got to stay healthy. I want him to be good. I want him to, like, 
be on top of the league in a couple like obviously like below Jalen Hurts just out of bias, but I want him to be like a guy, like the face of the league type thing. He's sick. Like in press conferences and stuff, he just sounds like he's like not an ass, you know? He's just a cool dude who's really good at yeah. slinging rock, and I want him to keep doing that. Yeah. He's like a tame Russell Wilson. High just, key. They kind of almost look alike a <laughs> yeah, little they bit. they do, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like Russell Wilson, but he doesn't try as hard. Yeah, especially not in commercials. You remember that uh, Subway commercial he did? Hey, like, have you heard about like my new sandwich? Takes. It's my signature sandwich. It's called the Danger Witch. Do you want to share it? Be careful. <laughs> it's be honest, spicy. Though, talking about <laughs> Russell Wilson, I don't think he's looked that bad this year. However, he did choke in that mm. Washington game. Did you know in the first game where he put up 16? Dude, he, I know, don't he, think he choked. Um, they were he a pretty. A they were Mary, doing, and then no, I, yeah, but interference they were, to tie it up. But they had momentum on Washington, and they were going to a pretty, a pretty decent score. And then they kind of just stopped. But did you know that first game where they lost, like, I think it was like sixteen to seventeen or whatever against the Raiders at home? You know, he had that six drives, six drives of offense that game, six total drives. That entire That's, game. Wow. Dude, and you gotta think, like, majority of the league gets about 11 or 12. So he's looking at another 30 point game if he could, have, if the defense could have stopped the run and got the Raiders off the field. Like, they were yeah. just getting six minute drives, eight minute drives, nine minute drives. So they just could not get off the field. That's crazy. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna give up on Russell Wilson yet. I think him and Sean Payton. Could be successful. Dude, Sean Payton's but... too good of a coach not to figure right. it out. He's too yeah. good. And, yeah, he'll figure it out. He'll figure he'll it out. And something. Russell Wilson is a good quarterback. Like, I refuse to believe that all of a sudden he became ass. Like, there's no way yeah. that's possible. I don't think so. I think it's he's, just not, he's still got some gas for in too, the tank. He played too good for too long, and he's only like 34. It's not like he's that old. Yeah. He's definitely got some gas in the tank. Yeah. All right. You got anything else on NFL? I don't think so. Just looking forward to week three. All right. Who who are you guys playing? Who are the Bears playing? Oh, no. It's bad. Oh, you're you're, you're against the Chiefs. Good luck. Uh, Who are the Packers playing? Uh, Saints. Their home opener. That's interesting. That should be a good got, game. That'll yeah. be fun. Well, dude, because yeah. they just can't score. But I do like the Saints' defense. Saints so, have a really good defense. Yeah. So it'll, it's be a, it'll be a like, test. Who do you got? For the Saints' Packers? No, no, no. Who do you have this week? The Eagles. Sorry. Oh, the Eagles. We're playing the Bucks. That should be a good game, game, I think. I think you'll win. It'll be but I, the Bucks have been, dude. Fuck. Also, I do have to say something that changed the game. We were fucking right in it 
And then Mike Evans literally threw Jalen Johnson, literally just threw him, got wide open, and then took it 70 yards. That was horse shit. Had to get that off my chest. That was sick for my fantasy team, though. Yeah, I bet it was. That was a load of horse shit. Dude, since when are you able to just throw a defensive back? <laughs> you kidding <Wow>. me? <laughs> Fuck. What are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. I, whatever. I'm used to it. It's whatever. <laughs> All right. Good episode. We'll see cool. you guys here back week. Um, make sure to... Uh, obviously, we're on Spotify and Apple. One of the links will be thrown up on the Instagram. Make sure you follow our Instagram at flyovercountry underscore pod. Flyovercountry, all one word. Um, so, yeah, check that out. That's where all the updates will be. And hopefully soon we might be posting some clips on there and stuff. So, yeah, give us a follow. See you next week or so. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See ya.